0: What's up, guys? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to Workout Wednesday. In today's show, I'm talking about how to get stronger at anything, the thing that's missing from your training. Uh, This one is uh, kind of something interesting, I guess, because I did an episode on this literally like last week or the week before. Uh, But today's a little bit different. It's a little bit different spin on it. I did this episode on indicator lifts, right? Things that you can get stronger at over time. And today's show is more like a strength building one of specific indicator lifts. So do you have certain lifts that you want to get better at? Do you want a stronger bench? Do you want a stronger deadlift? Do you want to do more pull-ups? Whatever it is, this will help you. Even if you want to get better at basketball or at running or anything, Today's show will help you get there. It'll tell you what you're missing in your training programs. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for the support of the podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you that tune in to me and listen to me jab on this microphone about what's about just stuff that interests me and stuff that I think could help you. Hopefully, it's hitting home. Hopefully, it's stuff that you can take and apply and is making a difference in your life and your fitness journey. Uh, let's get started with today's episode, Workout Wednesday, about how to get stronger at anything. What's up everybody, Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode, and in today's show, I'm gonna talk strength, I'm gonna talk getting better, because that's something that I've talked a lot about lately as far as important things in your training, things you might be missing, right? I had this episode on indicator lifts where I basically explained, you need lifts that you're getting better at over time, you need things that you are improving on and you need to progress, right? Progressive overload, is going to be the key to your success over time, right? And that can look like a lot of different things. It can be, it can be uh, weight on the bar. It could be reps that you're doing. It could be faster time. It could be slower reps, right? It could be less rest. There's a lot of different ways to overload your body and to progress in a movement. Uh, but over time, we do need to make that improvement, right? So. You are going to have key indicator lifts, you need to realize that that's part of your journey, that's part of your training that is very, very important, that you are getting better over time, that you are improving, that you are getting stronger, that you're tracking something, Uh, but today's show dives in just a little bit deeper, right, because I've received a couple questions about uh, how do you... Increase a certain lift or a certain movement or how do I get better at this or better at that, right? Uh, and I had some conversations through Instagram. That's at Stoltzfit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram. I had some conversations that kind of got me thinking because a lot of the talk that I was... That I was hearing, that I was seeing, I guess, through the messages was, you know, what what accessory movements, what what gadgets, what tools can I use to increase uh, some kind of lift, right? So the example I'm thinking of was a bench press. How do I increase the bench press? Now. just let me tell you a little story, I guess. It's not really a story, just a little metaphor of my own personal life. So back in high school, I was really into basketball, right? Basketball is probably the reason I got into fitness in the first place, because I wanted to improve my game. I didn't want to be pushed around, right? I wanted to be one of the stronger people on the court, right, so you don't really think of basketball as like needing strength and muscle, but hey, when you're you know, you're know playing forward or, or center sometimes, you need to prevent getting bumped around, and you need to be able to throw your body into somebody and make them move, and not the other way around. So, I did a lot of training for for my position in basketball. Right, basketball was my life. I was I would go out at night and I would turn on the lights at our house out to you know light up the cement slab. I would shoot for hours. Right, I would practice shooting drills. I would do ball handling drills. I would do defensive footwork drills, just day in, day out, doing that kind of stuff, right? And it did help, right? I did notice that like my ball handling got a little bit better. I noticed my shot felt a little bit smoother. But when it came to a game, it was way different. Everything that I had done was at maybe half to three-quarter speed, right? Without a defender in your face, without teammates calling for the ball, without the crowd screaming at you, it's so different. and. I, I trained in a good way. I did things that would help my game, but I did things that were not specific to the scenario that I was gonna be placed into, right? Yes, I would maybe set up a chair and do a crossover around the chair and then pull up and shoot. That's great, but hey, guess what? A human moves with you, right? A human's not a chair. And I quickly realized that when I I thought that I was maybe at a level eight, right, let's say. And when I got thrown into the game, it was actually like I was at a level six. I still improved, but I hadn't, I hadn't improved as much as I thought because my training wasn't necessarily specific to what I wanted to test, okay? So that little story is what you guys need to think about in your own training. The thing that's missing in your training is specificity, okay? That's a very, very underrated training variable. And I think it's something that, that doesn't really receive enough love because practice makes perfect, right? And, and practicing what you're actually going to do is key. So you can have these indicator lifts, right? If a bench press is your indicator lift, you want to get a stronger bench press just so you know your upper body is getting stronger and you can push more weight, for example. And this works for anything you know if you don't don't tune this out if you don't necessarily want a stronger bench press this applies to anything but if you want that stronger bench and you're you know you're working your different presses you're doing incline presses you're doing shoulder presses you're doing push-ups you're doing dips those are all going to carry over to the bench press yes But you know what's going to carry over the most to the bench press is doing the bench press. And it seems simple, it seems kind of stupid, but it's something that a lot of people ignore, right? A lot of times we get kind of caught up with the gadgets, with the special training methods where you're doing bands, you're doing chains, you're doing pauses, you're doing explosive reps, you're doing speed work, all that stuff's going to make an impact as long as it's accompanied by normal, normal lifts, right? Your normal indicator lift done specifically to train to get better at it. It's going to be practice. Don't think of it as you have to test your weight every single time you go into the gym on a certain lift or a certain movement. Instead, think of it like this is practice, right? Whether it's heavy, whether it's light, hopefully you're getting used to some heavy weight but you're going to just really work on that movement. So the other day, uh, my friend Rocky from work came over and we hit a leg workout in the home gym. So you've been keeping up with the YouTube channel, Fitness, Food and Freedom, you've been seeing this process of me making a home gym in my backyard. And it's called the Dog Pound and we got uh, we got just enough equipment, right, not, not every piece of equipment, but enough. And Rocky came over and we hit a leg workout a couple weekends ago on a Sunday before football season started <laughs> and we hit this leg workout and I was going to hit I was going to work up to a heavy set of five for front squats okay so I've been working on front squats a lot that's an indicator lift for me right now and I've been I, I was going to work up to a heavy set of five I was going to back the weight off to about 80% and I was going to do uh, three sets of 10 8 to 10 uh, and Rocky challenged me at that moment right when we hit that top set uh, when I hit that top set, I he challenged me and said, you know, why are we going to strip the weight off? Let's keep on doing this weight for let's like do 10 sets, right? And I thought he was crazy. 10 sets of my top set, right? So just so much time under that weight and so much time under that bar. And long story short, it helped immensely, right? I did of course, have the reps decrease until I was doing doubles and singles at the end of those 10 sets. But I did hit all 10 sets with the same weight that I hit that top set of five with. So, so the, the moral of the story here isn't necessarily that you should do more sets with heavy weight. The moral of the story here is that time under the barbell and the movement you want to get better at is so powerful. This last week when I hit my when I hit my lower body day, I noticed a huge strength increase in the front squat, primarily due just to comfort, right? To that neural adaptation where the bar felt comfortable sitting on that front rack position, my wrists felt more flexible, My the bottom of that squat felt a little bit better, it felt more powerful, very, very stable. Everything felt more practiced and more polished. And I attribute that to that style of training that Rocky challenged me to do, which was just getting a ton of time into the bar. We probably spent 45 minutes to an hour just doing front squats, right? Which is what powerlifters do with their movements, right? And you can learn that from them, where if they want to get better at the bench, they're going to spend a whole session just bench pressing, whether they're doing variations of it, or they're doing a ton of singles and doubles. What they're doing is they're getting used to heavy weight they're getting used to heavy weight uh, kind of over them. They're getting used to that, that range of motion, that movement, and they're just practicing. They're getting their neural adaptation just spot on, right? And I think that's something that's really powerful in training that we often ignore is the specificity. I've been guilty of it too, right? If I want to get a better deadlift. A lot of times I think, all right, what muscles does that work? Hamstrings, glutes, back, right? I'm going to work all those muscles. I'm going to do deadlifts in my back workout and call it good. When in reality, I'd be better off practicing that movement, being specific for what I want to improve on. And that applies to everything, right? Basketball, running, sprinting, any sport, anything, you need to be specific for it. You need to train, you need to practice, and you need to realize that practice does make perfect and that you need to put a lot of time uh, to to master something, right? The 10,000 hour rule, as you've probably heard of it, is pretty extreme, but it does, it does have the same application here where you need a certain amount of time. I'm not saying it's 10,000 hours or 10,000 sets, but you do need a certain amount of time under that bar, you need a certain amount of time going through whatever motion you're doing, whatever sport you're doing, you need to work on it, right? That's why the basketball training I did didn't necessarily have the same effect that I thought it would. That's why the 10 sets of front squats with my heaviest set was so powerful. That's why little kids play AAU ball all year round, right? They're playing basketball 11 months out of the year instead of just doing drills in their backyard because practice makes sense perfect in everything. So that's today's show. That's my little thought for today. A little bit shorter, but hopefully you guys liked it. Hopefully it gives you guys something to think about in your own training. Are you practicing your indicator lifts? Are you being specific in your training to what you want to improve on? That's a question you need to ask yourself. That's something you need to reflect on. And I do as well.
1: Workout Wednesday.
0: Thank you for joining me for another podcast. I'll see you guys later.